It's time for school days. Help for moms and dads of school-aged kids. I tell parents, you're like a training wheel on a bike. Your job isn't to make the bike move. Your job is to keep the bike upright. Those of us who are the true educators, we really want to be given the opportunity to educate the whole child. We can get free college degrees based on all of the opportunities that are out here and available to our students. Oftentimes, as parents, I think we want to protect our kids. But I think one of the greatest gifts we can give them is allow them to experience adversity. Yes. Here are your hosts, David and Danita Bailey. Well, good morning. Welcome to School Days, Help for Moms and Dads. I'm Danita Bailey. And I'm David Bailey. Volunteer work offers opportunity for students to prepare for the future as well as make a difference in the lives of those in need. Not only does it promote awareness of issues in the world, making them more compassionate, but it can help them better understand themselves. So, Dave, did you volunteer when you were younger at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't do anything no <laughs> well this is going to be a short little part <laughs> did you dear you know i was really thinking about that i i did you know so i volunteered at our no, church she no i did so at our church we didn't have a children's ministry it was a really small church and so i recognized that we were all the little kids were just kind of sitting in the pews and coloring and stuff like that so i started a children's ministry so we had a little room and i would teach the bible i think i was nine or ten or something like that that was volunteering yeah did you know the bible back then baby? <laughs> <laughs> that is another story <laughs> that is a whole nother thing yeah. it was volunteering you you do make a valid point though <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, I wonder where those children, precious children, are now. <laughs> I read them the Bible. That's all you need to know. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh, uh, yeah. That. Yeah. No, I didn't do. Mm. -mm I didn't. No, nah, everything was me centered. Oh. <laughs> well, it was sports in school. Yeah, sports in school was pretty much my life. Did you have Key Club in your school? We did. I remember them making the announcements. Key Club will be meeting at <laughs> two thirty-five in room. And you were like, I'm not going to that. Well, I didn't know what it was. I was just, you know, key club. There was ski club. You know, we had a ski club in high school. You had a ski club and a key club? Yeah. Okay. That kind of rhyme, yeah. So, but no, I didn't, no. I didn't volunteer, and I didn't know what key club was. Okay. Yes. And that's all I have to say. So, do you remember candy stripers? I had a feeling you were going to look at me like that. Is that a food? What no. <laughs> No. So candy stripers were hospital. They were volunteer hospital workers back in the day that like our kids would say back in the day about our childhood. <laughs> I remember my sister wanted to. And the reason why they were called or the reason why they were um, called candy stripers is because they were dressed kind of like a candy cane. <laughs> They had a, they had like nurses outfits, but they were striped, like red and white striped. That's why they could work. And so you would get water for patients. And apparently they kind of did some, per, they helped patients and did stuff that they can't Was do that anymore. Legal? Right. Well, I mean, I guess so, but they Is don't. Candy that's stripers not still around? Get, yeah, they are. They're not called candy stripers anymore. I bet they're not. They uh, probably got a lawsuit or something. <laughs> <laughs> trying to change a bedpan or something. Right. Right. I don't know what they were doing, but yeah. Hospital volunteers don't do that anymore, yeah. and they're just called hospital volunteers. But that was kind of a big deal back in the day to be a candy striper. Did you do that, babe? No, I was too young. But Kenya, my sister, did. She w or she wanted to. I don't know if she actually did, but she was in like junior high or high school, and she really wanted to be a candy striper. Well, yeah, that, that's very nice. I thought this was going to yeah. go well. 
<laughs> well, that's why we have the experts on. We, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're much better now. But help, we need to help the young people. Yes. Okay. Well, thank Not you. Not be like us when we were young. Well, I said I volunteered. Okay. So before we go any further, we do want to say that it does take a village. So if you hear a great parenting tip or nugget of advice, share it with your parent friends. Facebook it, Instagram it, tweet it, link it in, and add the hashtag School Days Show and hashtag I Am School Days. And also, we want you to be a part of the show. So if you have any questions or comments, give us a call at 214-431-5062. So, Dave, who do we have on the show today? So, today we have Brandon Lopez. Brandon is a physics teacher at James Bowie High School in Arlington, Texas, who sponsors the school's Key Club chapter as well as the academic quiz league team. What's that, Brandon? Uh, it's like a team Jeopardy for high school students. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Uh, he has been teaching in the classroom for seven years and, is also, and also has experience in informal museum education. He is active behind the scenes in, ed in education, uh, helping write curriculum, and running community events through Key Club. And to make it even a little more personal, uh, Brandon is also a coach for Noggin Educational Coaching. He's been working with us, what, about three years now? Two or three? Yeah, we were talking about that before. It's about three years, I Yeah, think. yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brandon's part of the Noggin family, and I taught on the same team as his wife, Stephanie. So, Stephanie, if you're listening, woo woo, that's a shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, so this is all, this is, yeah, this is great. Yeah, so I, uh, I reached out to uh Brandon through his wife, and that's how we connected, yeah. and now he's on our show. Awesome. Look at that. <laughs> and we also have Marshall Kriegel on. Uh, he, for 30 years, Marshall served as an IT tech, software trainer, hardware technician, proposal writer, mm -hmm. and working on the marketing and PR teams for Automated Visual Communications, Inc. of Dallas, retiring from the computer, com computer world in 2016. Since joining Kiwanis, he has been a club president, lieutenant governor, governor, distinguished, Texas, Oklahoma district website chair, technology chair, disaster relief chair, and is now the marketing chair for the district until October of 2019. Over the years, he has been active with the key clubs at high school level, K-Kids at elementary level, and helped start the Angel Sport Team in Richardson, Texas for cognitively challenged kids under age 15. He also is active with helping Kiwanis clubs across Texas develop plans for disaster relief. He's a clay artist. We'll talk about that later. Pilot. Oh, I didn't read that part. That's exciting. And travels extensively around the world studying, studying history and culture. He lives in Frisco, Texas with his wife, Connie, and remains a 15 member of the Richardson Kiwanis Club. So welcome. Thank you guys both for coming. Thank you, Janita. You're welcome. Yeah. So um, we have... We're, we're really excited about this. Um, we have a guest in the studio. If you're on Facebook Live, um, we're going to get to our guest, but you've already been seeing her and wondering, I'm sure, who in the world this is, but we're going to get to her in just a minute. <laughs> so um, tell us about Kiwanis International. All right. Kiwanis International is a worldwide service organization that uh, started in Detroit, Michigan, 104 years ago. It started as a business networking group, but... Very shortly after uh, starting up the organization, they realized they wanted to do community service, and now it is the focus of the organization, specifically children, children's projects, uh, children's health. Um, so uh, the, uh, the organization is growing, and it's expanding. Um, we're in over 80 countries, 
and we do some wonderful things for children in developing countries and it's a fun organization to be a part of. I'm, I'm very proud of the uh, Kiwanis organization. All right. So what are the different organizations within the schools um, at, uh, with Kiwanis? So Kiwanis has a, uh, a, what's called a K-Kids at elementary school level. And a K-Kids is a individual program for these kids. They develop, they uh, elect their own officers and they decide on their own service projects uh, their own fundraisers, and they're mentored by a local Kiwanis club and a K-Kids advisor at the school. Uh, we also have the same type of program at middle schools. It's called Builders Club. And for folks who have heard of Key Club but didn't realize it, it Key Clubs are a part of Kiwanis. So if you're in Key Club, you're in Kiwanis. At college level, it's CKI. And we also have what's called an action club. And an action club is a cognitively challenged adults, but they have their own Kiwanis club. And they choose their own programs and their own projects. And they're an awesome group of people. And we have quite a few of those across Texas and Oklahoma. All so. right. So, Brandon, why did you even decide you wanted to become a key club advisor? Um, the My neighboring teacher, uh, like the t person the classroom right next to me, um, was struggling like Bowie Key Club is actually pretty quite large, um, mm -hmm. somewhere between like 150 200 members a year. So it's kind of it's kind of large. So it's kind of hard to manage for one faculty okay. uh, advisor. So she brought she said, "Would you would you like to help me?" I said, "No problem," because these kids are amazing kids that are in they're in our Kiwanis club, in our Key Club. Um, and that then she left, and then the club <laughs> became mine. <laughs> oh my! Isn't that always um, the way? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brandon, you got this. Yeah. I'm right. out. Yep. <laughs> But uh, it's a it's a really awesome organization, and you always it always uh, tends to recruit um, kids that are motivated, kids that are willing, kids that are wanting to to serve and volunteer and mm -hmm. um, get out there. And, and it's quite a bit of autonomy autonomy that they have because mm. um, they do get to pick their own service projects and they do get to decide what they want to do and what the club can be every year. So yeah, yeah, that that ends up shining pretty pretty bright in those clubs. So yeah. So what does Keys Club stand for? What are the core values? Let me read you some core values. <laughs> so, yes, leadership is a core value of Key Club, and um, the structure of Key Club lends itself to teaching leadership and offering different opportunities to grow that leadership. Um, officers, becoming an officer, planning programs for Key Club, it's leadership training. Um, character building, it's built by everyday acts of kindness, integrity, and teamwork to grow stronger relationships in the communities. Uh, caring. Last year, two lieutenant governors started foundations, one for the benefit of students in Vietnam, and the other provides small first aid kits to the homeless. Mm. So that's, you know, cool projects, but uh, caring is a core value. Inclusiveness is a core value of key clubs. And they welcome uh, people from all socioeconomic backgrounds, ethnicities, and gender identification to join in and serving and making a positive difference in our world. So those are the core values of, uh, of Key Club. And so what does Key Club membership look like? What, like, what, do, you, what do you do when you're a member of the Key Club there? At, uh, specifically at Bowie, um, mm -hmm. it's about serving and giving back to, to, giving back to your local community. Mm -hmm. um, so normally... I'm, this year, I've been trying to get our key club officers to put put forth to the members 
um, a variety of service projects. And we're not going to make you specifically go to one, but here's a here's about ten projects. What where would you like to serve? Where would you like to feel welcome? Um, so we have monthly meetings. Here are your service projects. We're going to take ten members to this. There's always signups for specific projects, and we go and we give back and. Um, as well as interclub socials with other, uh, with other clubs, but having fun as well as volunteering is always you know doesn't always, doesn't help um, does always helps it doesn't hurt, uh -huh. um, but it's but it's really focused on um, getting the people that getting students at the school that weren't really going to help weren't really going to serve were on kind of on the fence to say hey come come with us. We're going to do it together as a big group. Um, doing it on your own, doing it by yourself is, is great. Uh, but when you bring a whole group of people, you don't feel left mm -hmm. out. You do feel that inclusiveness. Um, and it's about just getting out there and, and helping any way we can. Awesome. So you guys do any fundraising and things like that? We do. Uh -huh. And, and um, when a couple of hurricanes came through last year, we did some fundraisers for them, disaster relief, and put together um, packets to send out to those those particular countries. And... Um, we do fundraisers for um, both for other other organizations. Um, ours is we really focus first semester on UNICEF, um, and we put together a big Halloween themed play every year at Bowie High School for that. Um, and second semester, it's another project, and uh, we have we have focuses uh, for sure, but there's always. There's a wide variety of stuff that we do. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a good segue into um, another quick segment what we're going to do. We have an actual Key Club member in the studio in today. The flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Madison Elkins is one of uh, our extraordinary ladies that's interning with us this summer. So we wanted to just talk to her about um, Key Club. We were actually talking about how we were going to do a, a show about volunteerism and who we could possibly have on the show. And we were like racking our brains. And she said, well, I'm a part of Key Club at my school. And I said, I don't know what that is. <laughs> So yeah. she told me about it, and it was. I was like, "Well, that's absolutely perfect." And she found uh, one of our guests for today. Yeah, and I really like, like, because we almost didn't use volunteerism at all. Right. Like we almost canceled that out. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, "Well, maybe we could add it back in there because we were wanting topics to talk about and everything." And we were like, "Maybe we can add it back in there because Key Club, like, I mean, Key Club, like, why don't I? That's <laughs> volunteering. Like, <laughs> why doesn't? Why don't I make that idea and you know bring it up?" So yeah. So why yeah. did you join the Key Club? Um, I joined Key Club um, because I knew that I needed to um, like get my volunteering up, especially because I'm really, really busy and mm. stuff. And so I thought that um, it would really help me, knowing that I needed a fixed number of hours, that it would help me organize my schedule and kind of plan and um, push me to get my hours and everything. So. Um, I just thought it would be really like when it comes to organization and my schedule and try, trying to balance out like school and sports and extracurriculars and all that stuff. I thought that Key Club would help me balance that out because I needed to add volunteering into my schedule and make sure that that's what I was doing yeah. and what I was getting, the hours I was getting. So how many hours do you have to get? Um, we, by the end of the year, we have to have 50. So they recommend Ooh. 25 per semester. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, is it? it it's really, it sounds like a lot, but uh -huh. it's really not a okay. lot because... You, if you do it like every week, if you do something every week, you'll get you'll get there because you don't do just an hour. Like you yeah. get more. Yeah. 
So, yeah, and so, like, right now, because this is volunteering right now with all the stuff that I'm doing, so I'm not even, like, I'm going to have over and beyond by the time I get back because I can do all of my summer counts toward my first semester hours. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So what kind of other things have you done? Um, I volunteer mostly at my church. Um, my, my school's key club allows us any unpaid, like, favors or deeds that we do for other people count towards our hours so i'll go and i'll help teachers like with stuff that they need to catch up on mm -hmm. um like grading papers like doing little favors for them um and they'll give me like an hour for whatever i do for them um i also like go to like my parents job and they won't they won't pay me or anything because i want hours and mm -hmm. stuff like volunteering hours and i'll take pictures of their cars or i'll do like i'll file papers or something so those count toward my hours as oh, well that's just cool. helping out people all right so what you're saying maddie is that if you fold our clothes <laughs> is that what you're saying it could if that's what you want if you want to give me some <laughs> 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 that. okay yeah thank you probably <laughs> so yeah if you need me to come fold your clothes or mow your lawn just let me know and i'll i'll decorate your house i do that for my grandparents during christmas time like because my grandparents you know right. like i help them decorate for like christmas and stuff so they'll give me hours for that so. that's cool so yeah. we're gonna we're gonna put your email out there and all the all yeah. the people with unfolded email clothes me? or no don't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anything that you need help with <laughs> just come to me and I'll, I got you for my key club hours. No, this is just for the Baileys. I'm sorry, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> we need the clothes folding in a bad way. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. Definitely. Uh, so, you know, as you mentioned, you are volunteering with us. So, no pressure. How have you found the experience to be? I love the experience like <laughs> no oh, like i love it um and i just feel like <laughs> no no it's really been amazing and i feel like that i've learned so much like with the time that i've had with you um because you uh, you usually give me a four-hour window like for things that i need to do to complete my research and all of my questions and all that stuff and like the documents and putting all the evidence that i find from like the databases and the like the scholarly like books that i yeah this girl loves to. researching i love it so much it's almost like it's like scary like i love like researching and i okay and i was gonna talk about the time management thing because i'm given like a four hour window and i feel like that's like too short and i'm like oh my gosh like i'm not i'm gonna have to go home and i'm gonna have to do all this stuff and i'm like i'm stressing which myself i don't out. make her do by the way oh no 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 she does not make me do that. <laughs> so I she, think she thinks that i'm gonna finish it in like an hour and a half and that do does not stop. happen i finish like literally five minutes before i have to leave yeah because i because i'm always like i'm reading so many things and i go i go off and i click on like different websites when i go into different the websites and then i find another database inside of a database like for the uh, resources that they use in the references and then i'll go to there and then i'll get more information and it just keeps going and spiraling out of control and i, I like spend like hours and hours and hours upon like one sub subject and i feel like that's how it is like when i'm like don't know enough about like uh, like a subject that we're talking about if i don't know i'm gonna want to know because i want to gain all the knowledge about like whatever i'm talking about because i like feel like the need to be like an expert on it yeah like, well I, I mean and that's so let me just catch you yeah. listeners up so we one of the things we have the our school day summer interns do is they um 
find a, a lot of the questions that we use on the show. Mm-hmm. So I give them a topic each week that, you know, we're going to be addressing the following week. And then they go and they read articles and they watch videos and things like that to try to find out everything that they can. Mm-hmm. Um, things that parents are going to want to know about our topic. Yeah. And um, Maddie in particular, super, super loves that. <laughs> I really do. Like, I love it. And so like when um, Mr. Bailey told me about it, he was like, hey, like, I think you'd be good for like, our internship. Like, you're going to be like researching. And I was like, <gasps> I would be really good at that because, you know, I'm <laughs> just like, right. I'm I really into it. And it's like, it's like the same thing. Like, uh, I was talking to you about like how like my, because I'm really into like English and everything. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's my best subject. And I'm really like, I feel like I'm really good at it and stuff. And then when it comes to like writing papers, I do all that research and I know how to like spread out like spread everything out and then gather all of it and put it into one thing and then pick what's relevant and everything pick and choose and just make sure I covered everything because I'm like I'm a perfectionist you know this you already know this and so um so she that is. that and then asking my parents like what they want to know because yeah, obviously I love that you do that and I yeah and so they always give me something that I can use so they're like hey like in a lot of it's like Oh, like when it comes to like the um, superintendent things that they were talking about, they wanted to like know like if you could change one thing, like what would you like if financials didn't even matter, like what would you change like for your school district and like what would you make, what would you benefit like from that if mm-hmm. you did if you can do one thing. So, you know, every every time I ask them, they come up with really really good things that they would want to know that I wouldn't think about because yeah. you know doesn't affect me that much but so other than other than school hours i mean volunteer hours for school what benefits have you seen from volunteering um i mean it's like it volunteering has changed me in like in a way that i didn't expect you know because like you don't realize like how big it impacts you until like i find like a lot of joy when it comes to like making other people happy and like knowing that I made a change in somebody else's life and that I helped them out and like I don't I literally cannot even express how like that makes me feel because I just feel so good and I'm just like wow I made somebody's day like it's great and so <laughs> I really 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 like enjoy just knowing that I'm helping other people out and it's like it's because not because I have to because like you know like I talk about the key club hours and stuff and that I need those hours like not even just because of that, just because I like enjoy it and I enjoy the impact that other people are getting from me just giving up my time um, to help them. And um, then it's making me realize how like important volunteering really is. And um, like when it comes to like college applications and stuff, that's what they that's what they look for. If you have a really colorful like volunteering section in like your resume, it just makes it look all the time is better because you're willing to give up like your own time from your busy life to go help somebody else and go make a change in somebody else's life so it's just I just feel like that it's really like I've really noticed like how it's changed me and how it's impacted the way that I like look at it because you know like volunteering is volunteering like you don't you just don't really like you don't think of it like the way that you do like when after you do it and like the um the result you get from it so yeah yeah. so no I, I love it it's like the best thing that I could ever do is like help somebody else, make somebody else's day, make somebody else happy and know that I'm like, I help, I helped somebody else. Yeah. Like just taking the time from my, from myself and you know, I, I love that feeling. So. Well, yeah. you have helped me a great deal this summer. And I appreciate She that. is this bright and happy every single time I see her. She's sometimes sleepy, but, you know, that's what mm-hmm. the t- these teenagers these days don't sleep. That's true. <laughs> and it's also the summer, so it's like, well, even during the year. I think I get less sleep during the year with schoolwork and everything, but 
Episode. Yeah, no, sometimes, but Listen no. Listen to that sleep episode again, Maddie. Right. Sleep episode. Oh, the social media talking about, like, oh, no. No, yeah. we had a whole episode about oh, yeah, sleep no. and the importance of it. Oh, a whole episode about yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, sleep I'll is send important. It to you. Yeah, I, I need to, yeah, I need to listen to that. Um, but yeah, sleep is important. Get your sleep, please. Well, I'm talking to myself too. Yes, I know you are. <laughs> well, it really has been a pleasure working with you this summer. And they're not done. They've got a, a little while longer with us. But uh, we wanted to at least get a chance to talk to an actual Key Club member. And um, you you have inspired, I think, I hope you've inspired some parents too. Because I, I would want my daughter to say these same things that you're saying yeah. one day. You know, that I've made an impact on these people and mm -hmm. makes me feel good and, and things like that. So of course. thanks for talking to us. You're very welcome. It has been a pleasure. Thank <laughs> you for having me on here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you later, man. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So as she's uh, exiting out, um, a couple of, just a couple of things that... I've seen the advantage of for her personally is um, developing research skills, developing research skills, um, which is going to prepare her immensely for college. Yeah. And a lot of students don't know how to do research, mm -hmm. um, and she's doing meaningful research, and uh, it's pretty great to see her. The questions that she and Maya are creating are coming to fruition. Yes. Because like, I use a lot of them on oh the show. Oh, yeah. And the bulk of them now. Because they look back and say, oh, that was my question, you know? Mm -hmm. um, that and, you know, they have to do a video every week for social media, for our social media pages to talk about what they're doing and what the, the upcoming episode is. And that is comical. I have to do a bloopers reel at the end because yeah. <laughs> they, they have a lot of fun and eventually they're going to have to go live. I've warned them <laughs> oh, <laughs> to yeah. do videos. But they're learning how to communicate in that way and... Um, just learning how to, you know, speak to guests because sometimes we call um, and ask guests to be on the show and we have them on speakerphone. And so they're learning a lot of great things just from their volunteering with us this summer. Yeah, you know, it's um, it really it, it benefits us immensely, but it's also, like she says, benefiting her as well. So that's uh, that's really, really great. Yeah. So if your school does. Uh, so how many key clubs do you have the, that knowledge? How many key clubs there are um, across the. Well, in Texas and Oklahoma, there are 352 key clubs. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So there's quite a few, yes. yes. And key clubbers outnumber the core Kiwanis Club members across the world. There are 250, a little over 250,000 key clubbers wow. in Kiwanis, while there's just a little over 200,000 core members. Mm -hmm. So uh, key club is a large organization. And it's a successful organization. High schools like to have key clubs. They, a key club is a way for, for kids like Maddie to get their service hours. Right. And, but do it in a structured, organized way. You've got, you know, folks like Brandon who are watching over these kids and helping guiding them and mentoring them in their programs. You've got local Kiwanis clubs that work with key clubs doing the exact same thing. So it's a recognized program that's popular in high schools. And uh, that's one of the first things a high school will ask for. Mm -hmm. You know, we want a key club. Yeah. So. And, and what, if a, what if a student uh, notices that there's not a key club? What do they do about that? They can start their own key club. They can yeah. start it up. Yes, there are ways to do so. In fact, um, if a if a student wanted to start a, a key club, there's a couple of things that uh, they can do. They can go to Kiwanis.org. 
the international website under member resources there's a tab called clubs and under clubs are the SLP program. They can click under uh, clubs and look at the SLP programs and bring up key clubs and there is how to start a key club. There is a, uh, a tab that they can click on, a menu option, how to start a key club. Or they can contact the administrator in Texas, Oklahoma, uh, which is uh, administrator at tokeyclub.com. Administrator at tokeyclub.com and get the instructions and get assistance in uh, starting a key club at a local high school. Okay. There are a ton of resources for that. Yes. On the website, uh, physical people that you can contact. There, there. If if you want a club, you can get a club. Okay. Cool. All right. So, uh, in addition to volunteering and helping other people, it's also advantageous to them as well. Um, Tell us about, is there scholarship money available if you um, are a Key Club member? Like, how does that work? Should I, go, should I run with this one? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the district, Texas, Oklahoma, Kiwanis, has a foundation that was started back in 1971. And the clubs across the district, there's 250 Kiwanis clubs in Texas and Oklahoma. They donate to the foundation on a yearly basis. And uh, with the investments and the interest money that they make, that money goes into scholarships. And uh, last year, uh, in fact, this past year, in 2019, the, they gave 10 scholarships totaling a little over $11,000 to college students at CKI level, and 36 scholarships totaling 44000 were given out to high school seniors at the Key Club District Convention at the Sheraton Hotel in Dallas earlier this year. They also gave out 20 scholarships of $600 each, and those were awarded to sophomores oh. to encourage them to continue thinking about uh, college. Okay. Here's here, And the money is awarded to the kids once they get accepted to school. Gotcha. So it's not, it doesn't come okay. up front. It's once you Good. get accepted, <laughs> you turn in your acceptance papers, and that, that money goes to the school in your name, and it helps pay some of the bills. And it's not only... Uh, it's not only college, not only a traditional college, but if they enroll in a trade school, mm -hmm. they That's can good. get the exact same funds, mm -hmm. yes. So, uh, and, the, and the kids, they apply for the scholarships from Kiwanis, from the foundation, and they have to do a lot of uh, writing. It's not only grades, it's, it's, there's a lot of writing uh, that they have to do. And then uh, their applications are judged and certain kids will get those um, scholarships mm -hmm. and it's helped out a lot of kids over the years yeah i'm sure foundations a big deal yeah it's a big deal mm -hmm. you know having having a little extra cash available when you're going to school is a big deal yeah. you know and people don't people think about the you know the the national merit scholarship you know money or they think about the, the full ride uh, but there are a lot of other scholarships out there that they add up, you know, they add up in a big way. And so just being mindful uh, just for parents that there are other ways that um, you can help raise money, not that you get into Key Club to get a scholarship per se, uh, but it's a byproduct of it, which is a great benefit. And, you know, $500, that's a semester of books. 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and those and those little scholarships add up. So yeah, if you want to find out more, listen to our scholarship episode. We talk about that exclusively. All right, a lot of a lot of, scholar, uh, lot of uh, episode name dropping. You're hey, doing. Well, we, <laughs> I appreciate we, that. We have a little history now. So we I do. Can, yes, we're six months in now. Yes. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I had the opportunity to go to help present some of those awards at a scholarship luncheon every at the end of the year. Usually, uh, the senior the senior scholarships, um, and most of the time, those I, I get to keep in contact with the with my own students from mm. from Bowie, and those are the same kids that not only say, "Oh, thanks for this money and running and go to college," but give back and join CKI and um, further their kind of service, you know, in volunteerism in, in Key Club and Kiwanis and, and go further with that. So that that's not only just the money, but it's also an incentive to keep on going and volunteering and, and doing good. Now, that's a good thing to hear that they're not only just using this mm-hmm. as kind of a leg up, but it's it's becoming ingrained in them, right. giving back and right. doing good and, and being um, concerned about the community. Um, real quick, let's just take a quick break to say that if you have any questions or comments for our guests, we would love to hear from you. Give us a call at 214-431-5062. So, you know, we live in uh, a country where, you know, we easily pay for a cup of coffee for $5. You know, we have a lot of abundance. So how have you seen kids changed by um, their opportunities to volunteer with um, these organizations? Um, for from my from my experience at Bowie, it's I've gotten to see now that I've been a, a sponsor for about you know, more than four years or so, you get to see them join when they're freshmen and they get a little bit more involved at sophomore than junior than senior. They're like the president, mm. um, so there it's it's more of a oh let me see what I can do here and let me see how I can help out and I'll paint this I'll paint that and then oh man this was really fun I re- I really like that and then take a step up and you know help out you know the club itself and then go from there and oh i want to i want to be able to make a service project oh can we can we go and do something else let's go outside the school and um so i've seen several students at this point go from like member to committee chair to like secretary to then president um or from vice president to i mean like it's it's pretty cool to see you know kids taking increasing levels of like that responsibility leadership and and leadership Mm -hmm. which which is really like to me, one of the one of the really important parts in Key Club as well is that it's not you know it, it's student led. It's you know you get to decide what you want to do and and to see them go from you know small to big is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that a few times and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Have you ever seen someone go through this journey and they hit a service project and it hits them to the core? Where I was like, wait a minute, this might be my calling. Like, mm. yes, this is I have actually. It's like this is like it breaks their heart for whatever it is that they're doing. Like, oh wait a minute, um, and it might change the whole trajectory of their lives. So, mm-hmm. do you have any stories or examples of that? I had, a, I had a particular kid. He's at UTA right now, and he, um, I think, wanted to join. You know, he was in Key Club, and he was kind of um, just. Um, he was just kind of like mingling with this, mingling with the other members and stuff. And I said, you know, I really want to take the take a big step. And he was like class officer or something like that, a class officer. And then his junior and senior year, he said, I want to do like vice president, president. So by the, by the time he was in his senior year, he was president. And you know, it was very obvious from like his senior year that he was he was going to make this his life, or mm-hmm. he may, not necessarily key club, but he was going to make giving back. T- and serving and helping others his life Mm -hmm. and now he's at uta and he's involved in a lot of leadership projects over there and he's um you know heavily involved in cki 
um, and he's he's taking that taking that to to the max. Mm-hmm. He's going far with that. We've That's got uh, we've got lieutenant governors in Key Club, and lieutenant governors are actually vo- uh, student volunteers who liaison with a number of different high schools. So they're the lieutenant governor. So they've got a number of high schools underneath them, and they work with the with those kids and those students. And we have a governor, a key club governor, and they're over the entire district. They're oh, wow, they're, yeah. So you can aspire to greater levels of involvement, but yeah, some of these some of these kids just really amaze me. This uh, this last convention, they built, they decided on, and, and I thought this was a cool project, they built backpacks for homeless vets. And they built 250 of the backpacks at mm. the convention. And veteran volunteers actually showed up to pick up those backpacks. And they got a chance to, so the Key Club has got a chance to meet with the vets. And they get a chance to understand a little bit more about a broader life, something mm-hmm. outside of the walls of their high school. They get a chance to work with people. It's, it's very important to be able to to do something for somebody and and feel good about it, mm-hmm. you know, that you've helped, that you've done. I was really impressed after Hurricane Harvey. In fact, I made a note here, Colin Klein High School, those key clubbers adopted an elementary school. Wow. They adopted the kids. And... They packed up backpacks full of supplies, not only school supplies, but clothing, food on Friday afternoons to take home for the weekend. Yeah. And I w- it's just very impressive efforts like this. It's, it's key club to the max. It's on steroids. They, they, they adopted an elementary school and did everything that they needed to do to help these kids along after the hurricane when some, a lot of these kids had lost their homes. Yeah. So they were living with grandparents or living with friends. They were technically homeless. Right. You know, they weren't sleeping in a park. Right. But um, then to have a key club adopt those kids, very impressive. Mm -hmm. Very impressive individuals. You know, they they did the homeless vets. They they helped out the homeless vets. And I got a lot of uh, interest from the kids. How do we continue these programs? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do we continue to do this? You know, they're graduating. They're going to other colleges. They want to take that experience with them. So, fun. It's it's fun working with the with the key clubbers. That's and awesome. I, I know that makes makes a big impact to me. But I think a lot of people don't really realize that district convention is only a few days. So they were able to, you know, multi school plan and plan a service project, implement a service project, do it in only a few days. Wow. So that that's even you know when you realize the time scales and what it what it kind of takes to do those service projects that's that's a big undertaking and for those kids to be able to accomplish that is pretty awesome and and your learning skills that are going to take you through life cuz you know yeah. i did a lot in college and it was all voluntary i would, you know started a couple of organizations and um and you know held some positions in other organizations and we put on events and and did we had to market and do all sorts of stuff those are skills that i still use today so you know volunteering is not just about hours necessarily but and not only does it just change your heart because you find out about a whole different world like you were saying that's beyond yours but you know you get some incredible skills that you can even use um as you know in the workplace Mm -hmm. one day yeah Mm -hmm. i know when i just thought about this i know i mentioned earlier that um i didn't really do any volunteering when i was younger Uh, no i didn't oh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it wasn't until i got to college 
um, and I was part of uh, a professional business organization called Inroads. Shout out to all my Inroads peeps. I'm the 1996 Inroads Pittsburgh Erie Intern of the Year. Did you know that, Paige? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, see, you learn something every day. See, I, I got to unveil it over time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so learning me. So, um, <laughs> 15 years later. Yeah, yeah. Happy 15th anniversary, babe. Almost. Yes. So, what what, ha- what ended up happening was um, part of the reason why I'm here right now is uh, there's a sorority called Delta Sigma Theta Sorority. Uh, they had a volunteer math opportunity to work with kids. Uh, no, it was high school students. These were young ladies who had gotten pregnant, and they were kicked out of their homes, and they were staying at a house um, that was uh, supported by the Catholic Charities. And these young ladies were getting their high school diplomas, um, and you know some had goals to they were going to have their baby and stay at the house, and they wanted to graduate and then move on to college, some of them. And so I was able to come alongside these young ladies um, and tutor them in math. And hmm. that's when my heart for young, it, that's where it all started. My heart for young people really opened up because I saw these girls who felt like they had no hope and able to unveil math, you know, and I was you know, a very quantitative major in economics and business. And so I had to do a lot of calculus and stuff like that. So I was able to come back and help these young ladies um, to to really show them. I remember one girl, she felt like she wasn't going to make it at all. And when I saw her pass the test and the joy she had on her face, um, that started my whole tutoring journey. That That's where it started. That's why we're both in education today. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> um, and that started through volunteering. And, yeah. And I, you know, that led to... Aww. That's that. cool. <laughs> so end up, you know, shout out to Delta Sigma Theta sorority and shout out to Catholic Charities and and uh, you know, and you know, that's where really the Lord really put that burden on my heart. It, it came from volunteering, and it's been my calling now. Um, and we're doing all this stuff, and it all started right there through volunteering. My mm. call came from volunteering. That's personally. awesome. So yes, help get young people. I didn't do it younger, but I caught you got, the way. You, you caught got up. It, got yeah. it as soon as you up. could. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, speaking of young people, so how early should I start my child volunteering? How how soon is too soon? Uh, there is a K-Kids in uh, elementary school, which is pretty cool I mean, as it pertains to Kiwanis and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing some thinking on that last night, and really it's if you make it part of your structure and your family structure, and we're going to go do this, and we're going to go help these people, it becomes ingrained, kind of what we were talking about, mm-hmm. ingrained in ingrained in your life, ingrained in that, in that child's mind and, and part of their mindset and going forward. So that it's not, it's a chore. Oh my gosh, I have to go, I have to go and help. It's I get to go and help certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, so as, as early as you can, to be honest. And, and I didn't, on, I was thinking about that when you were saying, David, like I, I don't really recall, you know, in my family, at least, you know, going and volunteering and doing, giving back to the community. And in high school, like I got, we didn't have a key club in my high school, but we did have like a, an interact club, which is similar in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really do, I didn't get to participate a whole lot in that and it was only after I started really getting the teaching bug and and wanting to be you know an educator and a teacher and then furthering that that you find joy in helping other people yeah and giving back so if you can if you can instill that joy as early as possible um that's the best time yeah and and what if you don't and how do you you what how do you motivate your child now like you say you got a 15 year old (laughs) (laughs) um get, get them involved in um, something at their school, um, mm-hmm. like a key club, 
um, things that we, we have this struggle at our club too. It's because um, even if, if all you do is serve, you, you know, and all you're doing is pouring out, you're never filling up. Mm. So it's, if, you know, we, we, we try to blend like going and serving and also, you know, fellowship and stuff with, with your, lo- with your key club members. So if you have a little bit of fun and a little bit of volunteering in the same day, that helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden it's not just, oh, I, I'm, all I'm doing is pouring out my heart to these, to these, you know, to the community. It's also, I get to have some fun as well. Mm-hmm. So if you mix those two, it's a good, in a, in a good, nice blend. Um, it, it kind of helps, helps along that, that mindset of giving back and giving back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also help letting them choose. I know that mm-hmm. that's something that they do in key, key club, but if yes. you're not, if you don't have a key club and you're just looking for opportunities, um, ask your child, like give them some opportunities yeah. and say, okay, what do you think we, that we should do? Choice and is everything. Choice, choice is absolutely everything. Yeah. And you know, you may not start off finding the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. You may have to do a little v- a bit of experimenting, but there are just so many opportunities out there. Um, but if, if your child has never volunteered before, are there some better places to start than others? There are so many opportunities. <coughs> right here in Arlington, I was doing some research on the number of nonprofits that are vying for volunteers and money, and it is astounding. Mm. It is huge. So, yeah, there's... <laughs> David's, David's pointing David's, to us. David's pointing. We're, we're one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Organizations. It's, there's, there's thousands, and they're all... Those are opportunities for kids. But it also, it's, what Kiwanis does is mentor children. Mm-hmm. And it helps structure the, the volunteer service programs. And so that's kind of a cool thing about Kiwanis. Um, if Kiwanis isn't available in, that, in, in your town, of course, there's churches and there's, there's other organizations that need volunteer assistance, but it would be wonderful if the parents could get involved too. Right. To, to actually participate with the child, and they'll see what the parents are doing, mm-hmm. and they'll get it. Uh, if the parents are out volunteering, the child will understand what it is that they're being asked to do or being motivated to do if they can watch their parents. So that's, that's important. Kiwanis mentors these kids if the parents aren't available. And, and there's a lot of families. There's one parent families, and that male or female is working 12 hours a day, doesn't right. have time. You know, that's where Kiwanis can step in and really help mentor a child. So, yeah, I know with um, we've had our kids in tow <laughs> ever since we started the foundation. Yeah, four years ago. Um, and so, what, Chrissy was two? Yeah, she was two or three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we hauling them all over the Metroplex and setting up this. I mean, not all the time. We give them a break, but um, you know, it's my prayer that you know they're seeing a heart of service, whether mm-hmm. they end up going in education or not. Uh, you know, we're actively involved in serving others at our church, and we lead a small group uh, Bible study. And you know, there are so they're they're seeing. It seems like almost everything we do is, 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 you know, is, you know, sometimes giving in different capacities. And so it's, you know, our prayer for our children that uh, whether it is a, you know, a full-time call to serve other people um, in a capacity in a nonprofit or they're serving, um, you know, in school or serving in the business world, um, but that the, the heart to say that, 
Um, there's some, you know, there's there's more to life than just uh, serving myself. Um, that's what we want our children to see, um, and so that people can see. And for us, it's you know, people can see the love of God through giving. And you know, and then if you look at even look at scripture, scriptures, Jesus met the physical needs before he met spiritual needs. And so, I mean, there's something to Jesus was volunteering. He was doing all types mm-hmm. of raising people from the dead and <laughs> laying hands on voluntarily. people voluntarily. Right. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't even paid for it. <laughs> you know, uh, but but the point is is that, you know, we want our children to really, you know, to have service as a, our legacy. Yeah, a legacy mm-hmm. and a core value that serving is what I do. It's not just an add-on. It's a part of my life. Part of yeah, it is a part of our DNA. That's what I want for our family and hopefully down our family tree, the legacy of service to to our community and to our world will be something that's ingrained. Yes. Well, I think that uh, Donita made a, a cool statement just before we came on. It, it, it takes a village. It takes a village. But it takes all of us working together. Right. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, somebody falls, you help them back up. And it could be any of us at any time. Some of us are just a step away from having these same issues, these same problems. Yeah. And... So by working together, by having this heart for service, it really helps the entire community. It helps all of us, and we all grow from it. Yeah. So I'm excited to see these kids doing what they're doing and going from K-Kids to Builders to Key Club to CKI. And I've, I've watched these kids over now 15 years do ex- go to wonderful places, do wonderful things, and it, it's fun to be a part of that journey. Yeah, yeah you know, um, Brandon, you going to say something? Yeah, to echo what Marshall was saying about structure, especially if you're looking for, like, oh, I want, I want to serve and I want to gain this heart for, for volunteerism, and, but I don't know where to start. Um, I would look for a place with structure. And mm-hmm. Kiwanis has that kind of structure of this hierarchy of you start here, then you go here, then you go here. If you show up to a place to volunteer and they say, oh, well, we don't really have anything for you to do. Why don't you just go over there and stand in that corner until we get something? <laughs> it's not you don't <laughs> feel like you're helping and like maybe you're there and you're but you're not it's not going to be enjoyable for you. And so like there has to be like a balance between I enjoy volunteering and I get to serve. And if you find a place with structure, there'll always be a, there'll always be a place. There'll always be something that you a need that you can serve. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Kiwanis has that kind of hierarchical, okay, you're going to start here. Then, then we're going to do this event. Then we're going to do that event. There's always something planned. There's always someone in the background that with a mind to that, to that planning that can, you know, have that structure for new newcomers and for, you know, current members or whoever's, whoever's there. Mm-hmm. And I think also just, you know, if you don't want to get connected with an organization, there are so many opportunities just in your neighborhood, just around your community, you know, elderly people who may need their lawn mowed or, you know, someone who is, you know, maybe has some sort of illness and can't do that and needs weeds picked and things like that. Trash, you know, there's some neighborhoods you pass by and, and there's trash all over the streets. You know, get together once a month with some peers and and pick up the trash, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just need to open our eyes. There are opportunities around. All over the place. All over mm-hmm. the place um, for kids to get involved and for parents to become involved with them as well. You know, one last thing I, I want to share, you know, is it also it brings perspective to things uh, for where you are in life. And sometimes people can feel like, you know, we don't have enough or, you know, stuff or, you know, or maybe even a sense of entitlement. Uh, but then when we really see what the needs are, you know, just, you know, all over the world, but, you know, but just in here in America, I mean, there's, there's so many needs here in America 
that are not being met. And, you know, there's a saying that my, and my mother, you know, said to me to put it in perspective. She said, you know, I once complained because I had no mm. shoes until I saw a man that had no feet. Right. You know, and ev everything is relative. And so, you know, it really, you know, helps us to get, like I said, just get a heart for others and see that, you know, what we think is horrible is really not that bad. And, you know, and that we can help other people to, you know, serve in them and help them to move forward with whatever it is that they need help with as well. That's a great ending to the, to the show, dear. Thank you, babe. Yes. Uh, well, unfortunately, we are out of time. We are going to have on our website, schooldayshow.com, um, some resources so you know how to reach out to Kiwanis International and some other resources as well. And, um, you know, at the end of the show, we always want to tell you what's going on with Noggin. So what's going on with Noggin Educational Coaching, babe? So... Um, as always, uh, we've been talking about over the summertime, this is a great opportunity to get ahead of the curve uh, in preparing for the school year. Um, many times we get clients uh, that come reactive uh, because they get the first round of report cards or progress reports and now um, they realize the need for coaching, but you can get ahead of the curve and start preparing now so when the school year hits, uh, you can have your child hit the ground running. Um, and that's a better place to be than to be kind of backpedaling because maybe they took it lighthearted in the beginning of the school year, which sometimes is pretty easy to do as well. So we want to encourage all families to uh, go to noggineducation.com. That's N-O-G-G-I-N, education.com, all one word. Um, and also to email us at info at noggineducation.com where uh, we will reach out to you and find out what your needs are and what your goals you want to accomplish. And then we'll come alongside you to help you to get there. And also it's a great time to start getting ready for the SATs and ACTs as well for the fall um, because, uh, again, um, you want to get those scores done as fast as possible. So we want to help you with that any way that we can so reach out to us and we'll serve you okay great and today now through august 4th noggin educational foundation is having the hashtag bought a backpack challenge so each summer we collect brand new backpacks for the students who participate in our summer math and reading program and we also adopt a local title one school so we challenge you to take the hashtag bought a backpack social media challenge and it's easy you just buy a backpack take a picture with your backpack and post the picture on social media tag noggin educational foundation and this is the most important part tag a few friends and tell them to do the same thing. And um, also, if you have um, an Amazon Prime um, account, which so many people do. If you're not you're in, yeah, and if you're not in the DFW area, but you um, have an Amazon Prime, you can donate by ordering from our wish list. So for more information, uh, head to nogginfoundation.org. Again, that's N-O-G-G-I-N foundation.org and you can uh, support us anywhere in the world literally that's true you, if you're in china you can take the hashtag bought a backpack challenge that's right indonesia that's right Canada. australia yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the philippines yes, well, she's naming some of the places we're actually getting some place people that are downloading our episodes from these countries that's true yeah germany yes interesting australia 
Anyway. Okay. That's cool. Thank, we thank digress. You. Yes. We digress. So what's happening next week? So uh, next week, uh, we're going to talk about kindness. Um, the mayor of Arlington, Texas, Jeff Williams, challenges city to document 400,000 acts of kindness by June 2018. The Community Relations Commission Director for the City of Arlington Kindness Initiative, Dr. Vaughn Peaks, a certified life coach, uh, Esther and Esther Scott uh, will tell us about how students and schools have gotten involved and tips uh, for raising kind, compassionate kids. I and mean, we definitely need more of that nowadays. Yeah, we do. So we look forward to that. As always, head to our website, schooldaysshow.com, for more information. And remember, you don't ever have to miss a show. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, and pretty much anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noggin Foundation. And last but not least, we always want to end our show by saying that David and I are parenting by grace. We depend on God to give us the wisdom and strength that we need to raise our kids into flourishing adults. And if you'd like to know more about that, email us at info at schooldaysshow.com. Have a great week. School Days is sponsored by Noggin Educational Foundation. At Noggin, we provide free educational resources to students from low-income families and support to their parents like the preceding broadcast. School Days is made possible by the generosity of listeners just like you. Please consider donating to Noggin at Noggin, N-O-G-G-I-N, foundation.org.